don't take no mess at the rose garden. Jesus, they're on fire. They're what we desire. The men in black can handle it. Other teams can scrabble it. How they win that game today. There's just one thing you can say. How does Scotty shoot that three? Believe it, it ain't easy. How did Brian jump so sweet? Believe it, it ain't easy. It's the flying dog that's in your life. I guess the other piece of this, I guess to talk about and I wish we had more time to really get into this in depth and reflect on it and stuff but obviously media day is coming up in a few days and then it's just going to be right back into the day-to-day of you know this team coming up but the last 11 years man Dame for Dame yeah, Lillard he, in Portland he's gone, all franchise dude. all-time leading scorer last 11 years you know he's been the face I mean I've been around more the second half of his career. You were around more as a beat writer the first half of his career. I think your first year as an intern with the team was his rookie season, and then you were with the Columbian for a few years, and that was when I was in Chicago. So you were kind of there for the beginning. Yeah, man. I mean, it's crazy. Like, it's one of those, like, feeling really old moments. (laughs) Um, that like my job with the Blazers, yeah, started when they got Dame. Um, and then I continued covering him throughout those years and, uh, the Houston series when he hit that shot, you know, the first, the first series winner, um, even his first game winner. Like I remember his first game winner against the Pelicans, like Luke Babbitt set a screen for him and he launched this three over Ryan Anderson and, and the crowd went crazy uh his first game against steve nash where it was like literally a changing of the guard happened right in front of our face like steve nash and dame collide and steve nash had this career ending injury that he's yeah. never the same from and his first dame, game was the, it was the first game of the nash dwight lakers that was like yeah supposed to oh, run the league really, and then that just yeah this is gonna be fun and dame like put it on notice like first game they lose to Dame and, and, and the Blazers and uh and then, and then kind oh, of to bookend at the at the very end of that season. This was like a couple days before Kobe tore his Achilles. Like there I think was it a was game two days before. Yeah, it was like yeah. right around that time. There was that game where Dame and Kobe just like went at it. And then Kobe said all this stuff about how like Dame's up next and like Dame is special. Then I just remember my so, first my first my first professional event that I covered with a media credential was summer league in las vegas dame's rookie year and so i got to see it up close right away and i mean i've been i've been doing this a long time as far as like you know you know i've been i've been to i think i've been to like 10 i've been to every summer league since 2012 except for 2020 when they didn't have it because of uh, covid but you can you you get pretty good at being able to tell when what somebody is doing at summer league is real and whether it's just somebody putting up, you know, big numbers against not great competition. Like I remember, uh, Chris F. Porzingis looked awesome at summer league. And I just remember thinking, okay, yeah, he's going to be a good NBA player. Like he's not Darko. Like this is not going to be a, a bust. Or like, I remember Ben Simmons when he was drafted before he broke his foot and missed his whole rookie season, he was throwing some passes that I've only ever seen like LeBron and Rajon Rondo throw. And I was like, okay, this guy is going to be, insane dame is another one where you could just tell that like i don't even remember what his numbers were but like you could tell that like he was making good decisions he was taking good shots you could tell that like guys gravitated towards him and it was just like oh okay this is this guy's gonna be really good now did i think he was gonna be uh 
top 75 player of all time and franchise leading scorer and future hall of famer i you can't really project that as a rookie just like i'm trying to get people to pump the brakes a little bit on scoot now even though i think scoot's going to be really good i you know you just you can't you can't get too ahead of yourself there but i did pretty much see right away at summer league that yeah dave was going to be at least really good and then obviously he ended up exceeding anything we could have expected from him yeah i mean and you and i were sitting next to each other when he did the wave like i feel like <laughs> I, I still remember you pulling your phone out to, to to capture it like as he was coming up the floor because you had been there in the building for because i was still living in chicago during the houston series when he hit the the season the, the series ending shot the first time so you had seen this before and i was uh I was kind of just still like, you know, it was the Thunder. It, it, it was pretty clear at that point they were going to win the series. But as he was bringing the ball up the floor, you pull out your phone and you start like filming it and like, and, yeah. and, and, and then, yeah. And then he hits the I mean, and, and No, and I remember, I remember you and I look at each other. We just go. Yeah. Like, the whole, just, like, like we, we just have. Like, I don't even just, think we said anything. No, we didn't say anything. We just had our mouth wide open and we were just like. It was just, I mean, and that to me is like, that was the Dame experience in Portland. Mm-hmm. It was just like a lot of moments where you were just like, ah, like, how did he do that? Like, well, I was, I was there for the seven. So this is, this is maybe the, this is maybe the funniest thing that happened this past season, but the 71 point game. Uh, I'm pissed I wasn't at that one. That was one where like, I think he had 40 at halftime and it was against the Rockets, and so we figured, oh, he's probably not even going to play much in the second half. And then they, you know, they hung around enough that he had to stay in. But maybe, maybe the funniest thing of this last season was uh, he goes, uh, you know, he comes into the locker room afterwards. He has a little blue Band-Aid on his arm, like kind of in the, you know, the place where, you know, if you, if you like have to get blood drawn. And he, was just, he looks at us and he's like, can you believe this? They just drug tested me. Like, that's the kind of thing where, like, that's the kind of thing where, like, you joke about, like, oh, he went, he went off, so they're going to have to probably drug test him after the game. The league actually drug tested him after that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I mean, yeah, there was so many of those moments where he just would just put the team on his back and, and just and do something incredible. And it's going to suck, man. It's going to suck not having that. Like, it, it, it is. And, um, but I'm glad we let you know Portland got to see it for as long as he did, as long as they did. I mean, you know, for most of the 2000s, I mean, like he was the only dude of those star players. Him and Lamarcus were the only guys that really ever stayed healthy, you know, and yeah. and, and were able to play. And and he was not only able to do that, but he was able to make All Star teams, All NBA, uh, you know, get them, you know, to the conference finals. And now, nah, man, uh, I think Dame will deservedly like have a statue outside one day and uh it's it's it was a special time man it really was in in the history of this franchise and you know that it just happened to be at the same time as golden state as right. the spurs and and so they wesley matthews tearing his achilles that year that was that was the best team that they that dame ever had was that uh yeah and then the 2015 Man- team yeah honorable mention Nurk's broken leg like yeah. like they, they went all in and then they had Cantor and all these guys and it was like and, and Hood and, and 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 Seth Curry and they just had a good team and then you know poor Nurk with the broken leg like that kind of ruined everything too I, I I think yeah they had some moments there I think I think the 2017 draft something else that was not in Dame's yeah. control also an unfortunate day for the franchise in the in the Dame history 
of reasons why, you know, they ultimately fell short. And so, uh, yeah, I think, I think it was a great, great run. And um, I think Dame's first game is going to be with Terry Stotts now coaching him, Robin Lopez there. It's going to be like the, the vibes 31st. are, the, the vibes on January 31st are going to be special. Like I, I, I think, I think I can, I think I can, I can bet on that. It is going to be a very warm welcome for Dame and Stotts and, and Robin Lopez and just all the memories people have of those teams. And, you know, hopefully now too with Aiton and, and the group, they, they, they've got like, you know, they need a, they still need a three, but um, they've needed a three ever since they traded Nicholas Batum. So that's not anything new. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's the thing that OG Ananobi would have, I think, solved if that was the thing that ended up happening, but. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, for Portland's sake, Toronto would have had the best package if they had. But I also don't table. know if, if Masai was ever really serious. Right. And, and I think, and, and that's what we always have to say. That's always the caveat when you're dealing with Toronto is. Are they actually serious or are they just messing around? I, I thought it might be serious this time because some Toronto people were saying that there's some pressure from ownership on yeah. the side to kind of get out of like this, you know, cycle of mediocrity that they kind of been in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess it wasn't this wasn't the, the deal. I, I guess maybe they think they can get Giannis. Maybe they, I mean, you know, they, 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 that had, they, they were linked the last time, uh, the last time he was maybe going to be, uh, well, yeah. available after the, after the bubble when, when we didn't know if he was going to sign the extension and then they did the Drew Holiday trade and, and, and then, and then he was all in. Yeah. No. And, and, and now maybe I so. think, I think he's probably going to be back all in though. I, I, yeah. I, I, that's you know, like, bar, that's bar it. We'll see how the everybody, every, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's. And I guess, I guess Embiid is the guy now, or like I guess Donovan, like Donovan Mitchell doesn't really seem like a Maasai guy, and I think he just wants to be in New York anyway. But like I don't know, like who's the next guy? I'll, I'll say this too, as a person that covers a team, I am very, very happy to be out of that news cycle for at least another few months. Oh, the, the, oh my god! The uh, the you know speculation about whether a guy is going to get traded or like I'm just let me cover a 27 with no expectation. Does he have enough? Yeah, help? like does, I think do, we've do, got like what? Need more help? Does he need a bigger like, market? It's like so. We've got like we've like got that. like four or five years maybe before that starts up with Scoot. Although I guess it's it's kind of moving up because I think they saw a little bit of that with Anthony Edwards already. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, Anthony like, Edwards is in the World Cup and like had some good games, and everyone's like, "Hey, he's good, but he plays in a city that isn't New York, L.A., or Miami. Should he leave? Who can say? Perhaps. Who can say? And I it, did it, enjoy. It, I did enjoy. The, I think the best tweet that I've seen today was from Matthew Singer, who used to be a reporter here in Portland. I think he's in uh, L.A. now, but I'm, I'm I'm trying to pull this up. But uh, uh, it was uh, it was it was a pretty good thing. It says. Can't believe after all Dame has done for the Blazers, they're shipping him off to contend with a can contend for a championship with another Hall of Famer who also has to be his offseason workout buddy. Good luck getting free agents to sign in Portland after doing him like that. Yeah, which it was that was man, uh, that's so good. That's so good. Portland, Portland, will Portland ever get free agents again, which they've never gotten? And and other players are watching. They are watching. 
they're Scoot, watching. Scoot is going to be really mad that they got him a, a legit starting center and more stuff to either either a guy like Drew Holiday that he's going to be able to you know get mentored by if he stays around or. But 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 you know they didn't they didn't just give Dame to the team that wanted that he wanted to go to. So now Scoot's going to want to leave in eight years. That's I guess that's I guess that's what. Yeah, with Scoot and Shea are offered, you know. Max massive. extensions, they're going to turn them down because they didn't like that they didn't trade Dame to the place he wanted to go to. Right, because if there's one thing we know, it's that money doesn't move anything in the NBA. Yeah. It's all about principle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. <laughs> and it's, I'm sorry. Oh, man. It's, it's what, just. What a it's, stupid summer. It's what this a, is the, what a stupid summer, man. Has this been the most annoying one of these? Maybe, maybe, maybe we can't really comment on this because we're too close to it. But has this been the most annoying one of these trade request sagas of the last? I think the last one that might have been this annoying was the Dwight uh, Orlando one, where he signed the opt-in waiver unexpectedly before the trade deadline because they gave him his favorite candies on the airplane. I think that might be the only one that was as unserious as this one. <laughs> Do you remember that? I know. I- yeah, I, 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 now that you said that, I remember that, but I do very much remember the Dwight mayor, like, w- w- which is what we called it at the time. We called it the yeah. Dwight mayor, uh, and just how insane it was. And it all felt like he was going to go to the Lakers, but then it actually ended up being really funny because then he went to the Lakers and they left and then he left and watched for nothing. And they lost and for nothing. And there was which, his year, his one year with Kobe's the Lakers. Prime, and then yeah, and then Kobe's. So his one year with the Lakers was pretty funny too. Like they had the the, the stage photo of him and Mike D'Antoni fighting, with, like while. Oh yeah, with Kobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. That yeah, poor Mike Brown. Mike Brown got fired after like you know three yeah. games or whatever. Mike Brown ended up in a great spot though. He's in Sacramento. He saved the Kings. He got the Kings back to the playoffs. He's living. He's loving life right now. Yeah. You no. Know, it. it, it the tables turn very fast in the NBA, and uh, yeah, man, I, it's so wild that like, not only is Dame going to be playing with Giannis, he's going to be in a Terry Stotts offense with Giannis. Like, I just like, you know, it's something that we all wanted to happen in Portland, but it's obviously not happening in Portland. But I think, I think also like. A lot of Blazer fans I talk to are very, very, very happy to root for Dame and the Bucks to win a championship. I do not think a lot of Blazer fans would have been very happy for him to win a championship with me. Uh, for for whatever reason, I, I think probably like the what they had to offer was a big part. I think, I, I think, but I, I the way that the way that Goodwin poisoned the well this summer, I think, turned a lot of people off. Yeah, and I and, and so I think people were just like, actually, you know what? Forget that. We're like, but now that he's on the Bucks, I do think that like there is a huge Portland Bucks bandwagon. That especially is for, with those other connections for, with the Terry Stotts, Robin Lopez, uh, Pat Connaughton elements of it. Yeah, yeah. I like I think, Adrian Griffin too. I had him recover. He was an assistant under Tibbs in Chicago. He's a, he's a good dude. I like him a lot. That's awesome. That's a, I don't I don't know him at all. I've never crossed paths with him, but that's that's good. And 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 I'm excited. I'm excited to see Giannis and Dame in a real basketball game, not in the All Star game, not on 2K, not on Photoshop. Like one of those real like NBA Jam pairings that everyone always puts together online, but we never actually get to see. And now we do. So I, I'm I'm really excited for 
the East this season. And now I'm also really excited for the Blazers that they can breathe and yeah. they can just be them. And Scoot doesn't have to answer questions about Dame anymore. And neither does Shaden and neither does Ant. And it's their team now. And this isn't going to so, be a circus on um, media day is Monday. They're going to Santa Barbara for training camp. Media day is not going to be a circus anymore. Like it, it was going to be, if, if they hadn't traded him by, uh, by, by Monday or, they had traded him to Miami for the Tyler Hero and two firsts package because they had no other options. Then either it would have been really awkward if Dame was still there on media day, or we would have been like trying, you know, getting, you know, we would have been just kind of bad because Joe would have been trying to have to spin this heat deal. Is actually, this isn't that bad, even though he probably would be a dead man walking at that point. It was probably going to get fired in a year. Joe, I think, saved his entire career by doing this today. Oh, like that's, yes. that's, and I'm also very this interested like that, like, like now like, there's not all of this uncertainty. Now it's like, okay, they have a direction. This is, here's the other part of it. They have a direction. They have a, at least they have what, depending on what they do with Drew, you know, what they get back or if they end up keeping him. This is going to be the season where we find out if Chauncey Billups is a good coach or not. I was just going to say this because now yes. Chauncey no longer has any excuses He's got all the players he wants. They haven't played in any other si- – like, like, a lot of them are really young, so they won't have, like, another system of, like, having played with Terry Stotts before. He can run all the stuff that he wants to run, which was, like, not a lot of Dane – a lot of the good stuff that we saw Dane do with dribble handoffs and stuff like that. Like, I think we're going to see – Chauncey Village is going to have an opportunity to show us who he is as a coach without yes. Dame and CJ, without – you know, guys that he thinks maybe don't fit like Nurkic with guys that don't fit what he wants to do offensively, defensively, switching defenses. I know that, you know, one of the things that they have done is they switch their defenses quite a bit. They switch their coverages. They they like to switch on defense. And now they've got more guys, I think, that, that can do that in a more athletic big. So, um, hold on, hold yeah, on, hold think, on, hold on. I've got some emergency breaking tweet here. Did you see the Jimmy Butler uh, Instagram live where he was talking about how they need to investigate the Bucks for tampering? I did see that. Did you just see that Tyler Hero retweeted it and said what he said? I did see that. I just saw that right now. That's... That is... That's sad, bro. That's so sad. They're going out sad. Especially... It's it's also just... It's All also just very talking. It's also very funny that like they're now talking about this after Dame's agent spent the entire summer trying to poison the well for any other team to trade for him. Yeah. And and like you've got the most popular one of the most popular sports podcasts in the Dan Lebetard show literally doing Pat Riley's bidding every day on their show. And like but Port but, but Milwaukee was the one that tampered and it's like just because Dame and Terry Stotts are friends doesn't mean they were tampering. I mean, I mean, like, like, like you know what I mean? Like, and I, I don't, don't think, think if, that, if if that was if that was if that was the case. Well, also if that was if that was the case, I don't think like Dame would have been putting it out there. If there was some like shenanigans going on behind the scenes, I don't think Dame would have been putting it out so strongly that he only wanted to go to Miami. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just saw that and thought it was amusing. Is all. It is. Not, it, it, have, it is amusing. I don't have it much is. else to say. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just observing all of this in real time. 
Yeah. No, but, but I, I think, I, you know, a lot of people when they were tanking were saying that they liked the way the team was playing more when they were going with the younger guys and weren't playing the veterans. So maybe, maybe, maybe this is the roster that Chauncey needs to, to, to do what he wants. But if they have another season where they don't win 30 games, I mean, obviously they're not going to try to win and he's under contract, but I do feel like he might be on the hot seat a little bit because if you have three straight seasons where you're not winning 30 games, like at that point, yeah, you got to, that's of, bad. Like, 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 that's like, bad. Like, like we've, like we kind of had the, we, we, we had the, you know, the, the first, you know, Chauncey's first season, like the Neil stuff happened in December and then Dame had the surgery and then they traded everybody at the deadline. So like, okay, fine. You can throw that one out. But then they kind of had the, uh, uh, the you know the, the last season was like you know it started off hot and then they had some injuries and then they shut Dame down and you know they're they're going to be talking about how like that you know we he still hasn't gotten a chance to show like you can't have three years in a row where there's just we just we just don't know what to evaluate right and and the Gary Payton two signing which I've you know been all about you know pointing out that that kind of it wasn't the only thing that ruined the season but it was one of the bigger things that ruined the season in my opinion that like it just kept on sucking the air out of the balloon every time he wasn't coming back. And I think you could look back if you're Portland and be like, well, we tried to make Aaron Goodwin happy by signing his client. Now they have no one else to blame. Like if things, if they have, if things, if guys that they sign don't work out, if things don't, they made all these choices, you know, this is, this is their show this time. They can't, they can't blame this on Aaron Goodwin. They can't blame it on trying to appease Dame and trying to win now. Like, they got to show some kind of growth this year and they got to do it when they got to do it this season because they made all the choices and this is the bet that they made. So I think for that reason too, this is a big year, even if it's not going to be a big year, you know, wins a lot.